Overripe Banana Sports Podcast back again, breaking down uh, divisions. Last division here, NFC West. My name is Will. I got my boy Pac-Man with me. Pac, what's going on, buddy? Not much. You know, I'm excited to talk about this division. Yes, sir. This is your this is your division here. Yes, it is. You don't even need to research it. You know all this. You know all about this division, <laughs> inside and out, right? I can't wait to talk about it. I know there's a certain team that lost the Super Bowl next year that I think you got a little something to say about. I do. There's also a quarterback I can't wait to talk about. Oh, a quarterback <laughs> too. All right. So nice. All right. So so let's get this started like we always do. We'll, get, we'll knock out the top five players regardless of position in the NFC West. So why don't you start and give me number five? All right. My number five, I don't know if this might be a bit of a homer pick. Might be a little too early, but I have Nick Bosa as my number five. Okay. So I can't be mad at that. Okay, I thought maybe I was going too homer on that one, but he really is a difference maker. He's a great player. He is. I I think in this division, he's probably outside of the top five because there's so many really high-end players in this division. There is. There really is. But I I get it. I understand why you have him there. He he made my, my honorable mention list, but he didn't crack the top five. Oh, the honorable mention list on this is insane. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of really good players. Uh, it really is. Yeah, I was. This was the most top heavy five of all the divisions. Yeah, I think it was fairly easy too. Hundred percent. Yeah, and number five, I have a teammate of uh, of Bosa's. I have George Kittle. I know you're going to be upset that Kittle is number five, but I have him at five. Too many really, really standout players for me. Okay, it's fair enough. I'm just glad he's in there. Yeah, he's in there. He he was almost on the outside looking in, but then I figured maybe I'll give you some love and put Kittle in there. <laughs> he but deserves no, deser- to be in there, but... Deserving, deservingly so, and, and he deserves it, no question. Yeah. Kittle, Kittle is, a, is, a, is a beast. He's all over the place, plays plays hard every single play. Yeah, I, love, I love Kittle. My favorite player. I know, I, I know you love Kittle, so <laughs> I'll let you talk a little more about him when you have him coming up on your list. So who oh, you yeah. got at four? I have DeAndre Hopkins at number four. Okay. So, uh, the best receiver in football, I think. I know. That shows the talent in this division. Right? <laughs> that you have him at four. I mean, I thought the top two were easy. My number three, you probably know who it is, but yeah, Hopkins I mean, number four, I think he's the best receiver in football. So, a great pickup yeah. by Arizona. Agreed. At, at number four, I have the uh, same team as Arizona. I have Chandler Jones, defensive end. Linebacker, outside linebacker kind of player, pass rusher. I think okay. Jones was awesome. He's been great for them. If you look at his stats, I think they're going to be a lot better than you even remember him being. He okay. quietly was that good. I was debating him. He was he was another one who was in, out, in, out. I wasn't sure. But after lo- looking at those numbers, I was just blown away. I had to get him in there. That's interesting. I I, I didn't even have him in my top five. That's a good, good call, though. Yeah. Now, just in random time, just check out his stats from last year. Okay, I will. I think they'll be better than you expect they're going to be. Probably. I mean, he's a great player. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Right. So, but and so it, I don't. I don't did, knock you on that. No, no, no. It was just it. It kind of surprised me a little bit. Let me ask you this: you you have him as a defensive end, right? Slash linebacker. Yeah. If Clowney was still in Seattle, would you have Clowney or Jones on the list? Jones. He was still okay. Fair enough. Not not even close. All right. Same here, but I would have him I, I think, Clowney. Clowney would be on my slightly overrated list. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, he has all this hype, and he never – I mean, he had a couple of good seasons. He never 
was the best player on the field. Yeah, like he was built up to be. Right. Like so. he has the freakish talent, no question. And he never stays healthy enough either. That's probably his yeah. biggest thing. I mean, I guess he'd be in my top five list of free agents right now. <laughs> That's an interesting list. <laughs> yeah, right. There's not that many many guys left on that, but There's Clowney not... would be at the top, I think. <laughs> That's not a so good we... list to be on. Yeah, right. Well, he's weighing his options, so to speak. Yeah. So I so I hear. So who you got at three? Go ahead. I have George Kittle at number three. Give me your boy. Yep. Yep. Uh, I couldn't put him in the top two. I couldn't put him above the other guys. But I think he's right there. He's probably the – I'd say he's the best player on the 49ers, uh, the most important player on our offense. He, he could do everything. The best overall tight end in football. All right. Yeah, you, you're you not going to get real many arguments with me there. I'm not even mad at you for liking him more than Kelsey. It's cool. <laughs> it's not a bad no, argument. It, but... it's, no, it's legit. I, they're, they're both exceptional players, and Kittle's a – Plays more, uh, more every down than Kelsey does. Kelsey's the be- better pass catcher, probably. But yeah, Kittle's I prob- agree. Probably the better overall player. I guess that's fair enough. Yeah, Kelsey's definitely the better receiving threat. But Kittle doesn't get as many options either, though. So true, true. Which I mean, is weird. Just... Which is weird. Right, but they have so many different guys in San Francisco as opposed to Kansas City, right? Yeah, they use their, they use a lot of different people. Yeah. So Kansas City just got better big name players, I guess. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I I I wish you would have had Kittle in your top two. That would have been more interesting. I thought about it, but I couldn't. I, I couldn't do it. It's you can't. <laughs> yeah. After we go through this, this this is probably the the most boring top five we did of the whole thing. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so. I mean, it's pretty pretty predictable. I mean, at number three, I have DeAndre Hopkins, which you talked about him already. I don't think there's much else to say about Hopkins. I don't know if he's the best receiver in the league like you think, but he's definitely in the conversation. So love the pickup for Arizona. I think you'll see it more that he's in a better offense. I think you'll see okay. how good he really is. He was the main focus in Houston, you know what I mean? It was him and Watson, I mean, that was it. Yeah. So. He was catching passes from Brock Osweiler, and I don't even know who are some of the other guys who were throwing to him. Yeah, so I, I think I we're really with you this year. Yeah, okay. No, I, I hope so. I, I'm a huge uh, Hopkins fan, so. Fair enough. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I was the, the one thing I wanted to say, I was surprised. I had two two Arizona Cardinals in my top five, and one player from the three other teams. I thought that was interesting. That is interesting. <laughs> you wouldn't expect it. You know, now you got two guys from the Cardinals <laughs> and one from each other team. Okay. That, that is interesting. Yeah. So. so go ahead. Give it to me. Who who you got at two and who you got at one? I have Donald uh, at two and Wilson at one. Nice. So much respect to Russell Wilson. I know I'm a 49er fan, but he, he's amazing. So That's awesome. So. I got nothing but respect for Russell Wilson. Yeah, I like it. You got Russell. I, I have it the other way. I have Russell two and Aaron Donald one. I can't argue that he can't. No, it's, <laughs> it was. It would, I thought it would have been great if you would have had Aaron Donald number three, though. That would have been sweet. I wanted to, but I, I can't. I got to give the man credit. He's the best defensive lineman in football. Maybe right. the best defensive player in football. It's hard to. It's tough, but Wilson is just does so much with. He's had so little for so long. Yeah. And, yeah. You know I'm a huge uh, Russell Wilson fan. You know yeah. that. Yep. You can't count the game with him. 
And I mean, Aaron, Aaron Donald is clearly is the best defensive player in the league. So it's like those guys. How could you go? How could you go wrong going either way with those two guys? You can't. <laughs> but, but that was that was uh, that was interesting though that you had Russ. So now that we've ran through all these divisions, top five, who would you be your number one overall player? Oh, I know I'm throwing this out of left field. I know you weren't expecting that question. It's got to be Mahomes. Mahomes. It's got to be, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's fair. And, and I think that's where I would go to. But based on the way you ranked, you'd probably have Russ number two. That's what, that's what made me think of this. Yeah, I would have him slightly above Lamar. Yeah? Yeah. Or Lamar two? Is that, would you go three quarterbacks, though? One, two, three? <sighs> that's tough. I would have to think. Off the top of my head, yeah, I would go. Okay. I would go Mahomes and Russ definitely. And then number three, I'm not sure where I would go number three. Okay, fair enough. I just, I know I threw, threw this out. You weren't anywhere prepared for this. I just, it made me think about it, but I don't have mine either. I just was throwing it out there. It might honestly go Mahomes, Russ, Donald. That might be my top three. Fair enough. I would probably have Mahomes, Donald. I don't know if I'd have Russ three, but I would definitely have those one, two. Yeah. So, all right. That's just a good just question, in, though. Interesting. I just, it, it, I thought of it at the very moment when, with you ranking Russ ahead of Donald. <laughs> Trying to catch me off guard, I see. All right. No, no, no. It really it, it <laughs> caught myself off guard. I just thought of it right now. I swear. So no, that's that's fine. <laughs> All right. Well, that was that was interesting. I tried to make that a little. It was a little boring. Yeah. Uh, that's top easy. five. It's, especially when we get to the top two, you knew who they were going to be. So it's so it's so top loaded. Any uh, honorable mentions or any other players you wanted to talk about before we move on? Yeah. We. I mean, I think it's weird that neither one of us had Bobby Wagner in there. That's. Yeah, I know that was the guy. I was like, I can't believe Bobby Wagner in my top five. That's crazy. <laughs> Right, that's interesting, and even even Sherman, you know what I mean? That's just interesting. Yeah. Some of these guys weren't in there. That's it's amazing to me. And Jalen Ramsey is just an afterthought, right? Like that's crazy, right? <laughs> it's it's insane. So. It really is, it really is. But yeah, that's all I had on that. I thought that was so, interesting. Those were the two names I wanted to bring up. Yeah, that was yep. you, you. You hit it on the head. Yeah. So, all right. Well, good. Let, let's move along. Uh, we'll break the teams down individually. Same thing. We'll go Arizona, Rams, 49ers, Seahawks. All right. Make sure you put a timer on me with the Niners. All right. I will. I'm <laughs> going to have to go to bed soon, so I have no choice. <laughs> but, yeah, okay, so let's start with the Cardinals. Uh, last year they were 5-10-1. Cliff Kingsbury's the head coach. He's also 5-10-1, his first season last year. Uh, this year the NFC West is playing the AFC East and the NFC East, so there's going to be some travel out east, which could – hurt this division, maybe help it. I don't know how that how that's going to play out. West Coast traveling to the East Coast is generally tougher than East tra- traveling West because of the time change and the early start time. So that being said, 2020, what do you got for Arizona? I got them at 9-7. and seven. Okay. Um, I honestly thought I was going to have them at more going into this. But, yep, 9-7 and seven is what I got them at. I like it. That's the exact same record I have them at too. Nine and seven. Okay. Yeah. I thought Did you it was expect inter- nine and seven, or I, I didn't. I thought it was going to be somewhere around the seven and nine, eight to eight, but I got to nine and seven. All right, fair enough. And and it might be because I was trying to give the 49ers a couple extra losses, maybe. <laughs> I know I had to do the same thing. I had- because I, I didn't want the 49ers to be sixteen and zero or fifteen and one, and. <laughs> based on doing this division last and I'm trying to correlate all the schedules, it was a little tough. Yeah. Same here. I struggled with that in this division, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I think anywhere from nine and seven to seven and nine, I think is fair for the Cardinals. Okay. I see. I kind of think nine and nine and seven is like their, their floor. I say eight and eight is their floor. 
Okay. So I'm a little higher on them than you are. Yeah, well, like you said, but that like you're saying there with the floor being eight, DraftKings over under set at seven. So, all right, so yeah, that's fair, so, right there. So, so then your little your floor is a little over what they think. So then that should be an easy bet for you. Yeah, well, yeah, we agreed on a team. We weren't on either side of it. About that. Yeah, see, good that. Well, that was good. So. But yeah, nothing uh, of note of the schedule. I see they do have uh, three straight road games at Carolina, at the Jets, and at Dallas. Yeah, that's a tough little. Little schedule right there. Well, yeah. for the road, that's trouble. It's a lot of East Coast, so yeah. But again, some of the East Coast teams are playing aren't the greatest of <laughs> rosters, but still, hey. Yeah, I have an interesting schedule for the 49ers when we get there. So okay, about their East Coast games. Yeah, it was, it's it's always interesting with the West Coast traveling east. It is. To see. It is. It's always scary too. Arizona will probably have more one o'clock starts than the rest of the teams, just because they're Arizona as opposed to Seattle and. San Francisco, based on where they finished last year, you know? Yeah. Yep. Those two teams would be more likely to be in primetime than the Cardinals. Yeah, probably. They did a pretty good job of splitting up the primetime games, though. I, from yeah, they, tell, so. they do. You have your, your normal teams that always play the primetime games and some of your teams that only get one or two, but deservingly so, you know? Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you're when you're at the bottom. Six and ten, yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, let's go to some overrated, underrated players on the Cardinals. Overrated, who you got? I have Patrick Peterson as overrated. Okay. So, uh, I just don't think he's the premier corner that he once was. And he's probably still the biggest name on that defense. So I agree. So that's I agree. He's, yeah, I, I have him written down as my like secondary overrated player. The okay. other guy I wrote down, which I'm not really even sure about, is Kenyon Drake. Okay, that's fair. And that might be a fantasy-related thing, but I, I keep reading all this Kenyon Drake love this year, and I, I don't know. I, I, I kind of get it. I just don't know that he's a top 10 back. I don't know. Yeah, he just he did great for them last year, and I think it's more fantasy than anything. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. That's why I wasn't real thrilled about it. But And, I mean, is it, is it really the Dolphins didn't want to use him, or is he really – you know, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it's tough when, uh, when a running back goes from one place to another and does better. You don't really know. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he did a lot better than David Johnson was doing, so well yeah, that was that was pretty fair. <laughs> pretty pretty yeah. easy there though, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I like that call, Ken and Drake. I, I could get on board with that. But but I and I did write Patrick Peterson for all the reasons you noted as well. Yeah, I don't even think he's the best corner on that team right now, so right, probably not. But but okay, so uh that being said, underrated who you got. I like Buddha Baker. I have him uh, as underrated. He's I swear, sometimes I think you're reading my notebook. <laughs> but go ahead, elaborate a little. Oh, I, I just love the way he plays. He's a very good safety. He had a, he had a good battle with Kittle last year. I, I don't know, uh, I just love him. So, I, I, know, I know you like the safeties. I, I do know that. Yeah, I like both of their safeties. So I'm a big fan of them. them yeah, him I and also, uh, Isaiah Simmons. I, yeah, I also have Buda Baker. Love the player. He's a big, big-time playmaker. Gets in battles with Kittle, like you said. Yeah, just just a, a very not a household name, but he probably should be. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He should be a bigger name than Patrick Peterson at this point. Right at this point, right? But Peterson had all the the publicity coming out of college and all that stuff. Yep. But and he and he was good. He was really good at, at, at his time. Yeah, he's still a good corner. He's just not what he once was. Right. Fair enough. 
Yeah, it's like Buda Baker. I had a feeling you were going to go with him. No, I thought that was. I thought it was pretty easy, actually. That, yeah, that you should have known I was going him. <laughs> yeah, and I know how you like the safeties. But uh, give me a break breakout candidate. Man, I I went with Andy Isabella, the receiver. But I don't know how okay. I really feel about it because I'm torn between him and Christian Kirk as breakout and sleeper. I have them written down for both of them. So okay. I kind of have like a two way tie for that. Okay, that's fair. One of those receivers, I think, is going to break out and be the sleeper. So, all right, I, no arguments with me on that one. Andy Isabella, I mean, he's the he's gets a lot of publicity. Why is in, it in the fantasy realms? I don't really know, to be honest <laughs> with you. Me either. I just know he gets a lot. Man, I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I don't really. Uh, I never dug too deep into Andy Isabella just because I didn't want to. I guess I don't yeah. know. But I thought that was interesting. I don't. I'm glad you said that because I was thinking that too, and I have no idea why. <laughs> yeah, he he has all this buzz. I don't. I, I really don't know why. He. No. I don't. Did did he do something in preseason last year? I'm not really sure. Maybe it might have been a preseason thing. But like he was a preseason star. I really don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure either. But he stuck in my head and he popped out at me. So. Yeah. I, no, I like it. I mean, maybe the he'll he'll emerge this year. It's it's totally possible. Kirk is probably the more likely candidate, yeah. but oh. I think it's with that receiving core. I mean, you obviously have Hopkins and Fitzgerald, yeah, so I think one of those guys can do something. I, I, I have uh, as my breakout Byron Murphy, the corner. This the okay uh, second year player, second round pick out of Washington. I just okay. think they they're going to have to get. I mean, secondary is already strong. I think you could just make it even better. You know. See, I, I like that call, but I think he's already the better corner on the okay. team. So, but he's not right. a household name yet. So I understand when you break out. Yeah, yeah. Because when you said so. that, I thought you were going to have the same player before when you said he wasn't the the best corner on the team. I was like, wow, seriously? <laughs> no, I because I already yeah, think okay. he's there. Fair but enough. I guess you're right. Like a com for a casual fan, you know what I mean? They might right. not know right. who he is. Yeah, I so. guess it could work both ways in that aspect. Yeah, yeah. So, but I yeah, love that call. So. That's a great one. Okay. And for my fantasy sleeper, I have Christian Kirk. Kind of like, yeah. Easy yeah, I choice, so. right? I mean, all the coverage is going to be on Hopkins, right? Kirk's going to play on yep. the other side. Larry's going to play in, in the slot. Not sure where Isabella fits in, but probably on some four wide, five wide sets that I'm sure they'll use. You know, with Kyler spreading them out, you know? Yeah, I, I thought Kirk was the, the easy fantasy yeah, sleeper on this I team. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, I didn't think it was really a question on that. Yeah, good. So, so what other notes you got about uh, the Cardinals here? Uh, their defensive line is, and linebackers stood out to me as not being very great, besides Chandler okay. Jones. I didn't really like anybody else in that in that in those two groups, I should say. So that's what's saying up with their defense. Secondary, yeah, secondary is awesome. Is- I think their secondary is really good. Yeah. So, which just seems to be a common theme in this division. Right, right. <laughs> going in, I didn't think I was going to like the defense. Coming out, I actually think they're pretty good. I, I like them a lot. I think the secondary is great, like yeah. you said. And Chandler Jones, I knew he was good, but I didn't realize he was that good last year. That that uh, surprised me and impressed me a little bit. Yeah, I'm really going to have to check out his stats after this. Yeah, and – so. And, I mean, the skill position players are definitely improved, and Hopkins, of course, is going to help. It's going to open things up across the middle. It's going to open things up on the other side for Christian Kirk. It's going to open up dump-offs to Canyon Drake. 
It's going to open up Kyler and his feet. It's going to open up a lot, I think, with this offense. Yeah, it's going to come down to Kingsbury, right? right? Him right, and right. with the with their success, success, success. Well, yeah, it's going to come down. To yeah, absolutely. And, and I mean, <laughs> a full year of those two, full off season of those two working on things together. I mean, I don't know how much they're working on them together, but you would think they're definitely in communication with each other. Oh yeah, they and, have to. And, be. I mean, people were knocking Kingsbury. I don't think he's that bad. I don't think he's that bad either. I don't think he's the worst coach in the division. Interesting. So. A little spoiler for him. Yeah, I like that. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I think this offense is going to be fun to watch, and I do like the defense better than I thought I was going to. Yeah, agreed. I thought, yeah, I thought I was going to like the team a lot more than I oh, okay. wind up liking them. Yeah. That makes sense. Like, I was bigger on okay. them earlier. So, but. Still very good team, very talented roster. Yeah, it does. It all has to do with Kyler. If Kyler could play good, then I think they're a sleeper playoff team, no doubt. Do you think he has the ability to make like a Lamar Jackson kind of jump in I the do. second year? Okay. Well, that, that'd be dangerous. Yeah, I, mean, then, yeah. I don't think he's going to run for 1,300 yards and throw 38 touchdowns and four interceptions, but I think he could. You know, those <laughs> numbers were sick. Whatever, it's something like that. I don't know if those were exact numbers, but yeah, something crazy like that. No, but I think he could have comparable type numbers. No MVP talk. No, is what you're saying. But I think I think he could do Pro Bowl talk. Absolutely. We know Josh Allen. Maybe. Maybe not. (laughs) Josh Allen. I wouldn't bet any money on Kyler to win MVP. No. I mean, I could see Josh uh, Allen getting votes. I don't, I don't, unless the Cardinals go twelve and four and like destroy the Seahawks and the Niners every time they play them. But they gave the Niners a yeah. fight last year. So talking about <laughs> blow them out type type games, but yeah, that would be interesting. That would be. That but would yeah, be. I ain't got nothing else for the Cardinals. You? No, just a good young team on their way up. Uh, this division's got it some does. good there's teams some, in it. So some good, good might be the most fun good division teams in football. Good players in this division, no question. Yep. All right, then then let's move on. Let's let's go to the Rams. We say good teams yeah, and no, we right, run to teams. Rams. All let's right. go to the Rams. All right. The, the, the Rams were good for the past couple of years, but I believe that is in the past now. But last year, 2019, Rams were nine and seven. Sean McVay's the head coach, thirty-three and fifteen career record, and one Super Bowl appearance, of course, that we remember. Uh, so what do you think? 2020 going up or going down? What'd you last say the record year, was last year? Seven. Oh, five and 11. Yeah, they're, they're going down. going down, right? And I struggled to get them the five wins to be honest with you. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm right. I'm with you. I have them at six and 10 and I think I gave okay. them an extra win that I didn't really want to give them. <laughs> What, I'm curious what DraftKings had him at. Let me guess. They had no, him at Dra- seven. Dra- DraftKings seven eight. is eight. The DraftKings over-under is eight, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, set at eight. I, I think that's too high. That's way too much, yeah. yeah. That's insane. <laughs> I mean, I have them starting two and six. What's the one, two? I have them starting a little better. I have them starting three and four. So oh, okay, first inning, a little bit better. A little bit better. Yeah, I have them starting two and six, and then winning a couple of games down in the second half of the season. But, but again, don't think this team is anywhere near playoff potential. I don't see it. I really don't. 
<laughs> me neither. I don't see anything on this team. I, I think I gave them two extra wins just because I kind of had to. I didn't want San Francisco to have win so many games and Seattle to win so many <laughs> games. I think I was like, I have to give more wins to the Rams. And I hated doing uh, it. Me too. I, I kind of feel like I did the same thing because I had the Rams. I had the Niners. The Seahawks were really good. I think I had the Rams like 0-16 at one point. Like I had to <laughs> give them some wins if I followed all the other schedules. Right. You can't be, you can't be that bad, right? <laughs> so, we're at two like sixteen and O teams and an O and sixteen team. Yeah, a, right. They're gonna fix win. it up. They're gonna they're gonna win more than at least one game. Yeah, so but that was interesting in the last division how difficult it was It was, yeah, that record. was because we did it one by one and we already picking losses for wins for other teams. It was tough. Yeah. But so. but uh all right, so let's move on to some overrated underrated. Who you got for overrated on the Rams? Jericho. I knew that was that was easy. I knew that. I can't stand him. I think he's bottom five quarterback in the league. Nice. And I said that when they went to the Super Bowl, too. I didn't think he was that good. I think the team that went to the Super Bowl was the Packers of last year. Okay. Like I, that's what I compare him to. I don't think they were deserving of where they went when they went to the Super Bowl. So. All right. Fair enough. And and I don't I, – I, I kind of agree. I think they were a little better than you're going to give them credit for, but – I mean, they had a really good defense too, didn't they? At the time, I mean, they still have some good defensive players. They do. I just don't. Maybe it's McVeigh. I mean, McVeigh was hot that year too. Yeah. So, I, I, but I have a feeling you're not going to speak too highly of McVeigh. No, that's, there's the worst coach for you. Yeah, I knew you were going there. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, golf. It was easy. I didn't even have to look at the team. It was, it was easy. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I was golf too. No, it was. There's no secondary guy here for me. It was golf all the way. Yep. And they paid him too. Like that was a huge mistake. Yeah, I, I'm gonna say that I would take Jim, I would take Jimmy G over him. Uh, obviously, you're taking Russell over him. I would take Murray over him. He's the worst in the division. Oh, it's so. easy. It's it's easy. Yeah, I mean Jimmy G's not that great, but he's definitely clearly better than God. Yeah, I'm glad we agree on that. So how about, I thought you were gonna give me some pushback on that. No, no, golf is terrible. I'm not a <laughs> golf guy. No way. Uh, so who you got for underrated? I have Robert Woods is underrated. Me too. <laughs> and I don't know if it's just the amount of catches he gets, like the short dump offs and stuff, but man, he is really good. He does. So I, he gets a lot of those, but I really like Robert Woods. I, I, I agree with you. His stats are like, they're there. He's just, he's the quiet guy who's always catching ball. Kind of reminds me of Marvin Jones from the Lions. He just out there putting in work and catching passes and scoring touchdowns and making first downs and, People talk about Cooper Cup and Brandon Cooks, you know? Yeah. I, yeah, I agree 100%. The only other player I thought about was Tyler Higby. Okay. So, as underrated. Okay, yeah. I, I, you know how I feel about tight ends, but Higby doesn't. I know. I thought for sure he's going to be your guy. No, Higby doesn't do it for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought he was going to be your guy for sure. No, no. I'm with you with Woods. I, I, like, I, I like Woods. All right. All right. So well, we're two for two. Yeah. So uh, how about – I don't think we're going to be the same here, but how about breakout candidate? I struggled to find a breakout candidate on this team. Okay. Um, But I went with Ian Rapp, the safety. Okay. Yeah, we definitely disagreed then. Okay. <laughs> um, It was between him and – I had another guy, but I'll let you say yours first. I, but, yeah, I don't know. I don't see a breakout guy on this team. I don't know. I'm with you. I was – I had a hard time with it, and I settled on – the guy I settled on – Basically, because he's probably going to get opportunities. I think I know who you're going. The guy with. I picked is Josh Reynolds. 
Yep. Yeah, because without <laughs> Cooks being there, I, I think he's going to get the chance to be a breakout player. I don't know that I actually believe it, though. Yeah, I have him, too. I, I, I Same thing. He's going to get the opportunity. I just don't know if the talent's there. Right. I don't know. That's don't exactly what I thought. I was like, I just don't know if he'll do anything with the opportunity. Yeah. So, I'm right there with you on that one. All right, so how about Fantasy Sleeper? It's got to be Acres, right? The running back. Yeah, I have him, and I also noted Josh Reynolds as well, based on opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah I, I think if you have a receiver or a running back as your breakout, they kind of got to be mentioned in your sleeper right. kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, I have Cam Akers. But, I, I thought it was easy again. Yeah, I agree. The only thing that worries me is the the probably the three-headed running back monster they'll have there. Yeah, who who is their third guy that they have? They have Henderson. Henderson, they have, Aker. They have that uh, Malcolm Brown. The Mal- okay, I forgot about Malcolm Brown, he's, yeah. He's going to play because he's a veteran and he's a good blocker and, you know, stuff like that is going to have him on the field. Okay, yeah, yeah, all right. Which is the was his, my only drawback against Akers, but maybe Akers will just come in and be the guy and just take over, you know? Yeah, that's kind of what I see happening, so. But again, I, right. go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, I see that. I see him just taking over. And I wonder really how much of a sleeper he is, but it's the only guy I could find on the team. No, I yeah, I agree. I think he's definitely a sleeper, though. I don't think he'll be highly drafted in leagues, okay. at least. But I do. I like Reynolds more as a daily play than a league play. Yeah. Oh yeah. We love our daily. Yeah. <laughs> love those PPR. Oh, the Woods is a great daily play. Oh yeah, sure, but he's not a no. sleeper. But he's not a sleeper. But we're just talking daily. Yeah. He's, yeah. Well, you could probably get Reynolds, get Reynolds at like 4,300 on DraftKings, pair him with your boy Goff when they're playing. So they're not going to be owned. <laughs> I would have to be desperate to put uh-huh. Goff in my I know. <laughs> That's what makes it so great. such a great play, though. I'd rather start your buddy Taysom Hill. So. No, no Taysom Hill. <laughs> he, he, might, he might outscore Goff, though. You never know. <laughs> He'll probably score two touchdowns because Alvin Kamara can't score touchdowns. Probably and will be freaking out with yeah. me in his house yelling. No, 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 no <laughs> drafting Alvin Kamara this year. He's going to have like 15 touchdowns. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, Alvin Kamara shares week one, don't worry. I won't draft him, but I'll have my shares week one. <laughs> I know you will. I, Kamara, I love Kamara. But... <laughs> me too. Uh, so. All right, so what else you got on the this Rams team? Man, I just don't see a lot of talent. Um, I know a lot of people are big on Cooper Cup. I, I'm not the biggest Cooper Cup fan. Um, their offensive line is is below average. I don't see any linebackers I really like on the team. Obviously, they have Donald and Ramsey. Uh, that's and that's all I really see. Abukum, Abukum. They're one of their defensive ends. I, I kind of like him. Right, he's a good young player. But other than that, I I don't see it. Not a big fan of John Johnson of the other safety they have. Right. Here, uh, that's all I have. I'm gonna read. Rams. I'm gonna read word for word what I wrote about this this team. Okay. It says I don't like this team. Defense is in the bottom half of the league. Offense is in the bottom half of the league. Roster is very below average outside of Donald Ramsey and Cup. Oh, you're a Cup fan, huh? I like Cup. I do. Okay. And I mean, you could funny, you, you could probably put Woods in there. That's exactly what I wrote, though. That was word for word. <laughs> it's funny when a team with two premier defensive players on their team is right bottom half. You know, what I mean, Donald and Ramsey are two of the best at their position. It's it's amazing. And, but I agree with you. I do like Cooper Cup. I mean, he maybe gets a little more love than he probably should. But every time I watch him, he's really good. 
he is good, but I don't know. I don't think he's. I don't. I don't think he's a top receiver. So no, he's still kind of just a slot guy. But no, he's not a DeAndre Hopkins, Michael Thomas, Julio Jones type. But yeah. But for what he does, he's really good. And sometimes you watch him like, I can't believe this guy is making all these plays. <laughs> no, I, I agree. I, I mean, like, but it's just, I don't know how I want to phrase it. I'm struggling to find the words to phrase yeah. the way to describe him. No, so. I, I understand. It's, uh, I hear a lot of people talk about how great he is. And I don't see greatness. I see a really good receiver. Right. If that makes sense. So. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah, but. I like, I like Cup, though. That being said, I really don't have anything else to say about the Rams. Not no, I'm ready. I'm ready to move on. Not, let's, let's get away from the not Rams. Not a fan at all, really, of this team. Or <laughs> no, the, same here. Yeah, but okay. Then then let, let's move on to a team that you are really a big fan of, and you've got lots to say about. The, a little bit. The little San bit Francisco fan. 49ers. All right. So so last year we know they 13 and three. They uh, Kyle Shanahan is the head coach. 23 and 25 is his career record. And, you know, they lost in the Super Bowl last year, which we don't have to keep talking about. But it's fun to bring up every once in a while. Let's say we keep bringing it up, though. I know. It's fun to bring up every <laughs> once in a while. Hey, I'm a Dolphins fan. I, you weren't able to say that to me since I was, like, four. So <laughs> it's, it, was, it was a stressful experience. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. You, were, so. you got a couple of Super Bowl losses in the past 10 years, but that's okay. Oh, my God. This one was rougher than the Baltimore one. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Probably so. because of the lead and all that stuff. I got you, but yeah, but yeah, it so. definitely was because of the lead. <laughs> <laughs> but we're trying to move on here. We're not going to take four yeah, hours. Yeah, let's, of let's this. go. We're okay. on the twenty twenty. You got uh, twenty twenty uh, schedule. How how you liking this for the Niners this year? I am at twelve and four. One game worse. Okay, uh, thirteen and three. It's hard to get better than thirteen and three, or even repeat it. So I am at twelve. Okay, so that's that's modest actually. The only uh, the one thing I did want to mention is uh, unless I wrote this down wrong again, but weeks two and three they're at the Jets and at the Giants. Yeah. I think it's it worked out in their favor to have those two games back to back because they could just stay on the East Coast you're, now. You're right. You do that is correct. You have noted so, it correct. Yes, okay. I know I did that before and I was wrong. So that but is yeah. interesting. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, so that'll help them. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The other interesting back to back road game was week seven at New England, week eight at Seattle. Yeah, That's it. I actually have them starting seven and zero too. Just so do I. So do I. I'm so oh yeah, first loss at Seattle. Yep. Same here. Yeah, okay. Seven and zero. Yeah, I actually have them the, matching the record from last year at thirteen and three. Okay. Yeah. Who do you have as your three losses? I, I have them losing to at Seattle, at New Orleans, and at, uh, at Arizona, week sixteen. Okay. Again, that was the game. Right. I, that was the game. I think I threw in there at the end. Like I, I got to give Arizona this win. Yeah, so I, I didn't want to have their fourth loss at. So <laughs> yeah, I didn't want them to be fourteen and two, so I gave them a loss there, really. But I think yeah. they, they could. All right, that's fair enough. I didn't think their schedule was all that tough, to be honest with you. I know you. I have them losing at at Arizona too, by the way. Okay, so I know you you mentioned in one of our previous uh, podcasts that you were worried about their schedule. You're talking bad about their their schedule was tough. I don't see it. Yeah, I, when it first came out, there was a lot of talk about them having a tough schedule. I mean, they do have three games that were Seattle, Green Bay, and New Orleans. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a tough little stretch. But, yeah, it's really not that tough now that I wrote it down and went over it. Yeah, so. I was thinking that. I was like, they, he's, I mean, 7-0. I mean, they're going to play 
I mean, Arizona week one and the Eagles, that's like their only two playoff teams potentially yeah. in the first seven yeah. games. No, you're right. You're right. I don't know what I was looking at. Yeah, the like, and, and I get it, but we both agree Green Bay is not as good as they were, right? Yeah. At Seattle and, and at New Orleans is going to be tough, of course. Yeah, then Buffalo and at Dallas are probably their other two tough games. Yeah. So, and, yeah, and, no, I agree with you. And that. the divisional battles are always going to be tough, of course. Yeah. I definitely overrated their schedule. Yeah, I was like, his schedule's not hard at all. I, I was like, <laughs> I don't know where he's going with that one. I was just thinking back when you were – from when you previously said that. Yeah, no, you're right. You're 100% right. But I, I was they, – they were they were looking like 15-1 and one for me. I'm like, wait a minute, slow down. Give them a couple losses here. Yeah, I had to give them some losses because, like you said, I had them – I had them going like sixteen like, and zero. I'm not even sure they're <laughs> right. I'm not even sure they're a thirteen win team. I don't know, but that's where they ended up. Yeah, you think they're worse than thirteen and three? I think they are. Yeah, but okay. they're at thirteen for me. That's fair. What do you What do you think their their floor is? Their floor, I think, is ten. Ten. That's a good floor. So yeah, I do. And DraftKings has the over under set at ten and a half. Okay, I think that's a little low, but all right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I guess they're, not really because they're saying that. Yeah, that's not really. I, that I don't think they're going to get too many bets coming under ten and a half, though. No, you won't. Looking at that schedule, they just want you to either pick eleven or ten. That's what they want you to pick. Oh right, you know yeah, I mean? that's, that's why they're trying to get at it. Yeah. Right, throw the half. Like, so. You think they're going to win eleven or ten? Like I don't think they're going down to nine. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. All right. No, I, I'm I'm okay with that number. Yeah, I think it's fair. Uh, All right, so let's get into some player breakdowns. What do you got for overrated, underrated? And I, have, and I, I know you have to have an overrated player on this team. <laughs> I know it's going to be hard. It is, but I have D Ford as overrated. D Ford. Wow, that's not the name uh, I was expecting. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to say I struggled to find one, but I did. Uh, and I just went D Ford. <laughs> D Ford, well, he's not a traditional diner, right? Yeah, so no, it's not that. It's just <laughs> he was hurt. He's hurt a lot. He was hurt a lot last year. Uh, I I don't even know. No, I agree. It's I funny. I don't want to say he's the third best defensive lineman on that team, but he might be. So yeah, no, it's funny. It's, he's very well. He fits that build of overrated. Yeah, I'm curious who you have as overrated. Although I have an idea. Yeah, you know who I have. <laughs> so, you know, I, ahead, let's hear You it. know, I have Jimmy G as overrated. I know, I know, I know. I mean, I know <laughs> I, he's okay. I mean, I know they paid him all that money and. It's probably better than anything else they could have got. I just think he's okay. That's it. Yeah. I don't think he's not. I don't think he's a pro bowler. I don't think he ever will be. He might make the pro bowl a couple of times, but I don't think he is a pro bowler. I'm still not. I still don't have a verdict on Jimmy Chi, if that makes any sense. Yeah. It's been one full year. Uh, he's, he's looked great sometimes, like against New Orleans. Right. And then there's other times where he hasn't had to do anything. He has. So it's. Right, he has a little Jake Cutler in him. Nah, no. You think so? He just has that look like he doesn't give a you-know-what as he's walking off sometimes. I, I can see that, yeah. Okay, I, I see what you're saying. I just threw an interception. Oh, well, I'll, I'm just going to – I don't care, whatever. I'll, get a, I'll go over to the sideline. Like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel that from him. <laughs> no, I understand that. I just – I don't know. I, I think he still has room to improve. Oh, yeah. And I, I think he could take a step this year. He's got to prove it this year. This is his year. You know what I mean? That's fair. So that's fair. I think he definitely has room to improve. I, I think that's a, a quality statement. Uh, I just I don't know. Sometimes when I watch him up close, when I'm really paying attention, he doesn't do it for me. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I completely understand. Trust me, there's games where he's I've had that feeling. But then there's games where he's looked like a top 10 quarterback. Right, right. And I think he's right around that range, top 10, you know, 10 or 13. I think he's right in that range, so. Okay, fair enough. I have him closer. It, it's not a bad bad quarterback to have. Like, who else are you going to find? You know, you're not going to go in the free and find the top 10 quarterback, so. No. Would you, you rank him ahead of Cam Newton? I would, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I was never a big Cam fan, but, I, yeah, so I would definitely root him. Yeah, uh, root him I think I might now. But, I mean, just because Cam is so hurt, I don't know. I think Jimmy fits what the Niners want, if I, that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and you could speak better on that than I could, of course. Like, I think he's okay with taking the back seat to the run game. You know what I mean? Okay. I don't think yeah. Cam is okay. okay with being the secondary option on the team, if that makes sense. No, in comparison to Cam, absolutely makes sense. So, but yeah, just, I guess that makes sense. You're kind of describing Ryan Tannehill to me here. Yeah, I, I, I could see that. I could see that. I mean, I don't like Tan Hill. I could see that comparison. I, that makes I, sense. That's a good comparison. Yeah, on your that's, part. What, that's what I thought of when you said that. I was like, eh, yeah. I don't know. I just don't see it with Jimmy G. I know. I, I have games where I see and I have games where I don't. Yeah. So, like, he was great against New Orleans and he was great against Arizona. And then there's games where it's like, what are you doing? Uh-huh. <laughs> what are you doing out there, Jimmy? Like, yeah, it's, the throw he had against Minnesota in the playoffs, he threw it right to the linebacker. Right, like, like, sometimes I just feel like he doesn't care enough. He just has that attitude, like, yeah, whatever, man. Yeah, I can see how it comes across that way. Yeah. As a matter of fan, I like, see it too. And to me, that just tells me he's not preparing enough. Okay, that's that's an interesting take. I, I never questioned and, his preparation. And I really but, have uh, no basis on that at all, other than just what I'm what I see on TV. I don't know anything other than that. Okay, all right. I can't argue with he you. He could be one of the hardest working guys, and he just he's got a nonchalant. He's very yeah. inconsistent and nonchalant. Yeah, I have no idea. Stephen A. calls him porn star Jimmy. Yeah, so. I mean, maybe he's more interested in other things, but Jimmy's gonna be Jimmy, <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so, but I knew you were gonna have this over right Yeah, so yeah. Surprised. No, I mean that was you seen that one coming. That was pretty easy. That's probably a consensus on overrated for the Niners. Probably, so. yeah. I don't That's think I was awesome. going out on a limb there. Yeah, no. But I'll protect my quarterback. Of course, and 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 I expected you to. So who you got for underrated on, on this team you got here? Oh, I thought this was the easiest choice on the team. It's Fred Warner. Okay. So, uh, man, I, I love Fred Warner. He is phenomenal. He's the leader of the defense. He does a great job out there. He plays hard. He's always around the ball. That's my guy. Okay. So I Give me a Fred Warner jersey. I'm ready. All right. Nice. That, that, <laughs> that good. I like that. I mean, I also have Fred Warner. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I think you were right. It was fairly easy. I noted another guy, Eric Armstead, I noted as well. Okay. That's interesting because I kind of had him as a little overrated, but okay. Yeah. He, he, he was the lead. He led the team in sacks last year, though. I know. And I, I see that stat. And I think it's misleading. It's misleading stat. Okay. I think so because I think everybody's focusing on Ford and Buckner yeah, and Bosa. It, it could be. And, and maybe, I don't know, you could definitely speak better about this 49ers team. I don't watch every single one of their plays like you do. Yeah, but, but Armstead's great. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I, I love Armstead. And, but... I mean, it's not a name that comes up when you start talking about the defense. That's where I was getting this from. True, true. I, I can understand that. But you're right. So. It's, it, it, Fred Warner is the guy, though. You're right. Oh, he's so good. But he is – yeah, I'm ready to move on. He's just so good. Okay, <laughs> I yeah. love Fred Warner. No, okay. <laughs> I, I like that. That's awesome, then. 
I'm trying not to spend too much time on the Niners. No, no, obviously, we're good. We're, we're doing all right on time. Uh, so, uh, Debo Samuel, or uh, Debo, I was trying to say Debo Samuel. That was, I, I spoiled my breakout. That's who I had as my breakout candidate, Debo Samuel. Which, all right. which did which, that change that he got hurt? Kind of, I did this before the injury came up. That was where I was like, oh, I had to recheck this. I did this division <laughs> a, a long time ago. But that's where I was like, yeah, Debo Samuel. I was anxious to get to this, obviously. Oh, yeah. but I, oh, he's so good. And I don't even know if he's a breakout candidate. He kind of broke out last year in the playoffs, I guess. Yeah. But I just love the player, and I, I needed to bring him up. Okay. After I was looking at this today when I was before we, we got on here, I was like, I kind of had somebody else in, but I was totally unprepared. So I, I, got, no, I, I, I got nothing else. I still have Debo Samuel. Who you got for breakout? I have Emmanuel Mosley, the corner. Okay. Uh, he's going to be the number one corner of the future for this team. Uh, he took over the number two spot from Witherspoon last year when he got hurt. Witherspoon got hurt. Mosley came in and played for him. Witherspoon came back, played bad. Mosley took back over, and he never gave it back up, but I don't think he's going to give it back up. All right. So, Good. Uh, that's my guy this year. No, I like that a lot, yeah. So I love the Debo call, though. If he wasn't hurt, it would have been my guy, too. Yeah, so. I love Debo. I love the player. I mean, who's – I mean, they're saying he might be back by week one, right? Yeah, they're saying that. Yep. So who knows? But if he isn't back by week one, who's going to be the receiver that steps in? Well, he's my sleeper. That's a good segue then. Go ahead. It's, uh, it's Jalen Hurd. Okay, that's the guy I thought too. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. There is so much hype around this I guy. Know. He was so good last year in training camp and, and all that, and he got hurt. I'm excited for Jalen Hurd. Uh I love this receiving team. There, there's really no giant name, I guess, besides Debo. Right. But they have so many good receivers. So Jalen Hurd is a guy I think that's going to step up and be big for them this year. Okay, because in, in quick thought, that's who I thought as well, but I, I wanted you to speak about him because I really See? wasn't informed enough. But that was the guy I wrote down as well, though. Okay. But, yeah, he's my sleeper. And Go ahead. Go ahead. That wasn't my sleeper, but that was the guy I thought just that might step in for Debo. Yeah, I think he was going to be big with Debo there, and I think his role was going to be even bigger without Debo. So if Debo misses time, so okay, good, yeah, and and, and hopefully Debo won't miss too much time. Yeah, great young player, Debo. It, Who, think about it, got him and we didn't even talk. Oh, him and Metcalf, I and mean, that's two good receivers in this division, two good young receivers. Yeah. So. Oh, absolutely, and that that brings me up to my f- fantasy sleeper, who is the rookie Brandon Ayuk. I believe that's how you say his name. Yep. I, okay. I mean, terrible to Debo. Yeah, I mean, he could be another great young receiver in this league. I, I mean, it's the jury's still out on him, but you, you know, you never know. Rookies, you never know how they're going to come in, right? Yeah, and it, I, but I trust. Hold on, I think it's a good pick because Shanahan kind of knows what he's doing. Him and Lynch, they know the kind of players they want, right? And I think he'll be a really good fit in this offense. So he got a lot of comparisons to Debo Samuel coming out of the draft, which, right? Right, which hey, he's a good good thing to have the way Debo <laughs> showed up last year yeah absolutely so so it, I love that call assuming assuming Debo is healthy who's their starting receivers week one uh I think it's Debo Ayuk and Hurd I think are their starting receivers. okay that's that's my my guess with uh Bourne and Trent Taylor being in there uh I think Dante Pettis is going to be on the outside looking oh, in and he was a top pick a couple years ago I know, so. that's what I was going to ask about next okay Yep, I think he'll be on the outside looking. He might even be a cut, to be honest. Yeah, that would be interesting, right? So, yeah, because you would think he would catch on somewhere else and maybe turn something, turn it around somewhat in the in the league somewhere, right? Yeah, because I think they'd rather have Trent Taylor 
in there, another slot guy. So I think him and Hurt will fight for the slot. And I think Pettis will be behind Bourne. So okay. Bourne had a decent year for them last year. But, yep, that's my thought on that. Okay, fair enough. I was just – that was the name I wanted to bring up. So, all right. So, go ahead. It's a good name. Yeah. So, go ahead. Shoot me up with about the, how much you love this team. Go ahead. Oh, man. The First, let's start with the running backs. I mean, can you get any better? And we're going to see McKinnon this year. Hopefully, that'll be exciting to see him actually in a 49er uniform. So that's a good three hundred monster they got back there. Okay, so uh, I think the rec- go ahead. So I'm gonna cut you off a couple times here and ask you some questions about this. So who who's your ranked them? Who do you want to have the ball the most out of the running backs? It's gotta be Mostert's gotta be one. He did such a great job last year. Yeah, but that was just it's gotta go in the Mostert, playoffs, Coleman, right? and McKinnon. Yeah, even before the playoffs, he was he was doing good. Okay, so uh, I remember when we were when I was in Baltimore, he was. The starting back, whatever week that was, that was semi late in the season, yeah, like okay, middle yeah. of the season. So, and he was the guy then. So, I'd say it's Moser, Coleman, and McKinnon. Okay. So, and don't forget about Jeff Wilson Jr. Yeah, I know he just scores touchdowns. I know he does. He does. So, and I think it's interesting that Coleman is the bigger back of the team. That's yeah, I've heard yeah, you mentioned that, that before. That is different. Yeah. So, uh, I think the biggest question mark on the team is probably the receiving core. They're all so young, them and Jimmy G. So, okay, but and like I told you, it's gonna be Samuel, Hurd, and Ayuk. They're gonna be the three. Obviously, Kittle's in there. Yeah, the best tight end of football. They have an average offensive line, but we'll see what Trent Williams could bring. Yeah, I like Trent. I think they're better with him than they are with Staley. Right, I like the Trent Williams trade a lot. Yeah, uh, I think they have the best defensive line in football. I'm just gonna say it right now, best defensive line. Okay, fair enough. So, I I think that's a fair argument. I'm excited to see Ken Law play. Uh, I don't know if he'll be able to step up and replace DeForest Buckner, but I think he'll do a pretty good job. That's hard to choose the match. Sure, so. and, and it, he might have to take him a little time to get into that. Yeah, He's surrounded by good defensive line players, so it, it'll help. You know what I mean? They're going to be focused on – Armstead will get a lot more attention this year. Right. So maybe Ken Law can have an Armstead kind of year. Maybe, yeah. Kind of a – So. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, linebackers? Uh, Quan Alexander, he's got to stay healthy. I love Dre Greenlaw, the rookie that from last year made the big play against Seattle. Big stop at the one. Obviously, Fred Warner, we talked about him. Right. And then I think their secondary is pretty good, too. So, okay. Yeah. I, I, do you have any, do you have anything? No, I mean, I mean, you, you really hit on everything. I don't think they really, <laughs> I don't think they really have a weakness on offense outside of the quarterback, possibly. Okay. The secondary, I, I don't know. I'm not, in love with the secondary. I mean, they're okay, I guess. They're good. They're not a bad secondary. Don't get me wrong. I just think if they had a weakest unit, I think it would be the secondary. I think what makes their secondary better is the pass rush, obviously. Yeah, That's going to make right, any secondary course. better, so that helps. I mean, old old man Sherman is an old man. Yeah, he, he is. definitely he can't cover, the, can't speed cover the speed guys. I mean, it was pretty <laughs> evident in the Super Bowl. But he'll be great for those young guys that yeah, and, that'll be in your zone. Yeah, and and they're not a bad secondary. I just think of all the units, it's probably their weakest. I don't think it's that real weak, but you know what I mean. Just to to kind of say something negative here. I, I, yeah, I love the Trent Williams trade, and I mean, love George Kittle. Just a great player, great teammate, great guy to have in the locker room. Just great guy to be around the team. You know. Now I have a question for you. I have two questions for you. Actually. Okay. Your thoughts on them being in the Jamal Adams sweepstakes and the rumors of them signing Des Bryant? I 
I mean, if they could get Jamal Adams, absolutely go get him. Phenomenal, right? Yeah, be great. I, mean, that would be I great. don't know if it's going to happen, I, but I just want to bring that out. Yeah, no. If they, if you could get Jamal Adams, absolutely go get him. I mean, that's a one of the top three safeties in the league. Absolutely, you want yeah. him. I wouldn't be talking about a weak secondary anymore if you got Jamal Adams. <laughs> True. But no, and Des Bryant, I, I don't, I wouldn't. Why bother? I don't know if it's because of Debo. They're worried about Debo. Maybe. I think they have the the youth there. Maybe they want a veteran presence in the in the locker room. Uh, at receiver. I think Des Bryant so. is going to have to be a tight end now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I know Kendrick Bourne and them are recruiting him. So they're yeah, trying why, why to. Why would you recruit a guy that's going to take your job? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. Kendrick uh, Bourne, he's confident, man. I want you, no, you know I'm a Kendrick Bourne guy. He's like, I want you to come in, so I play less, man. Yeah. yeah I've been talking about Kendrick Bourne for a couple of years now. So. That's funny, though. Yeah, why would, that doesn't make any sense. I guess if you don't want to play. <laughs> oh. You don't want to play. That's probably not going to take his job. Come on. No, but then what's the point of getting him, though, right? I don't know if it's like I said, if it's the veteran leadership in the locker room. I, I don't know. I really don't. I, no, I don't see it at all. I, I think it'd be a bad idea. Because I think they lose. They obviously lost that by losing Emmanuel Sanders. Right. So. If if you don't think he's going to play over, uh, who the hell did you just mention? I draw a blank. Kendrick Bourne. Yeah, if you don't think he's going to play over Kendrick Bourne, what's the point of getting him? All right, that's fair enough. <laughs> just so. lean on somebody else. Lean. Make the defensive <laughs> players. I don't know. Just go with the young guys. I'm on board with going with those yeah, young guys. Heck with. Let's see what they don't got. Bring Des so. Bryant in there. I forget where I heard that at, but yeah, there's a lot of talk about that. There's also talk about a Keenan Allen trade. So no, I would love a Keenan Allen trade. That would be great. I'd have to go back and redo my Charger. Yeah, the Chargers. They'd fall right. all the way down to like four and twelve. Oh, jeez. I don't know. Hopefully it doesn't slip if he comes to San Francisco. Yeah, if it's a, does it trip on the way there? The Chargers Niners Super Bowl this year. I don't know. <laughs> we don't need Keenan Allen tripping getting on the plane to San Francisco. <laughs> Keenan Allen. <laughs> no, that, he would be a great trade for them, not this Brian. He though. would be. He would be. I I'd be more well, yeah, obviously I'd rather Jamal Adams than any of them, but right, Keenan no. Allen would obviously yeah. be second. Keenan Allen would clearly be the best receiver on the team. Yeah, oh, 100%. Des Bryant would not. No, he'd be the second best tight end. But All right. Yeah, okay, we need to move on from this 49ers <laughs> team, okay? Let's go. All right, yeah. Let's go to Seattle. Yeah, we're going to Seattle. we got another pretty good team to talk about here. Uh, we do. Seahawks last year, they were 11-5. and five. Pete Carroll still coaching there. Uh, 133-90-1 is his career record. Uh, for 14 years total as a head coach. That's his uh, 10 years with Seattle. He was 159 and one, and he has the Super Bowl championship, which we all remember. Uh, so yep. 2020, what do you got for the Seahawks? 11 and five. Okay, right behind the 49ers. Yeah, uh, such a good team. So, yeah, I have the same. I have 12 and four again, right behind the 49ers. One game back. Yep, I don't. I think, think it'll come down to that last game of the season again. Yeah, I don't think so. they're a twelve-win team, but I have them at twelve wins. <laughs> it's the Wilson effect. It's, it's what it is. Yeah, there's no way this this roster isn't twelve wins. Twelve <laughs> win good. It's not. It's it's really not. Like I have so many questions on the defense. So yeah, it's not twelve well, wins. But I here I here I am. We got them at twelve wins. <laughs> it's the Russell Wilson effect. That's all it yeah, is. They have the second most wins in the NFC, according to me. <laughs> That's fair though. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. The field, There's so. no way they're winning 12 games, but whatever. I got them at 12 wins. I'm curious about your overrated because I struggled really hard. Was really team. hard on this team. It was. I struggled. My overrated is such a reach. It's not even funny. Go ahead. 
Well, wait, what was, what did DK have in there? Oh, I'm sorry. Quick? DraftKings had him at nine and a half. That's all right. That's yeah. I'll, I'll, I might place that bet. And the 49ers are 10 and a half and the Seahawks were at nine and a half. So I think that's fair. Kind of like we yeah, have a game back. Too. Exactly what we did was one game back. Yep. All right. Yeah. So overrate it. Overrate oh it. Give it to me. Luke Wilson. Luke that's Wilson. A, wow. Probably a stretch. <laughs> I don't even think he plays half of the plays. Oh, gosh. I don't know. I, Bruce Irvin, maybe? Is, is Luke Wilson even still on this roster? <laughs> I don't know. I, I couldn't find anybody. I don't think he's <laughs> even on this roster anymore. I, I will, I'll, my honorable mentions were Bruce Irvin and KJ Wright, so we'll go with one of those two. <laughs> okay, Luke Wilson is still on the roster, though. He still is. That's funny that, that you, you don't like KJ Wright. Okay. No, it's not that I don't like him. It's just I don't know. I couldn't find an overrated on this team. I struggle. I'm curious who you got. I, I, I had a hard time, too. I wrote Chris Carson down. Okay. And, again, that's probably fantasy-related. I had a feeling you were going to go one of the running backs. Yeah, I just – I mean, I don't know. I, I know he's not real, really talked about as one of the top running backs in the league, but – Yeah. But he always Nobody seems – Nobody talked about on this team besides yeah. Wilson and Metcalf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Right. And, and I know that's a stretch, but Carson was the guy I settled on. And okay. I really don't have anything other than that. Judging by what you said, I kind of think I know who your underrated is. But yeah, I, my underrated, I have KJ Wright. Actually, I was surprised. I figured you thought about him as overrated. I don't think he's really rated at all. Uh, I had a feeling that was going to be your guy. Yeah. I, okay. I mean, all the talk is about Wagner, right? There's no KJ Wright talk. Yeah, but I couldn't put Wagner as overrated. No, of uh, course not. He's not overrated. I couldn't put Shaq Griffin as overrated. I can't put Russell Wilson as overrated. I I don't know. No, that, that's <laughs> funny. It one. is tough. So, but yeah, so I have KJ Wright as underrated. So, all right, who do you have for underrated? Well, for the first time ever, I think I have my underrated sleeper and breakout are all the same oh, player. Nice. Will Disley, the tight end. Okay. Uh, he here's my thing. He's going to surpass Ertz in the NFC tight ends this year. Wow. Will I think he surpassed him last year before he got hurt. Okay. So I think he's going to be a top three tight end in the NFC. That's, that's a hot take, yeah. Yeah, and he might be number four behind Waller. Does that so. does that have to do with Russ or what? I don't know. He's just – he's good. He's just really – he was really good last year when he was healthy. Nice. And I think he continues this year, and I think he's got better weapons around him now too. So That's funny. You have Luke Wilson and you have tight ends for both. <laughs> that's great. Luke Wilson – Luke, I struggled. Are I you sure did. he's still on this roster? I don't even think he's still I, yeah, on the team. <laughs> I I struggled. I had a hard time writing Luke Wilson. I think I even messed up his name because I really didn't believe it. That's but funny. I, he does have – It is a weird <laughs> weird spell on the Wilson. There's like two I's or something in there, or two L's. Yeah, or so. It's weird. But uh, but Disley's my guy. Yeah, yep, that's funny. So he's for everything. He's for all three of them. I, I, I love Will Disley. So. All right. Now, I struggled with the breakout candidate. And fantasy sleeper, I have the same guy. I don't, I don't know that I really agree that it's this breakout, but I have DK Metcalf. Okay, I, I think I, I thought that would have been a good choice, but I don't know if a breakout is really yeah what you is, no, I, probably not. But but I guess I could say I think he's going to break out to be a true number one receiver. Okay, like he's going to be, he's going to take that next step forward and possibly breaking out, you know, to be considered a top ten-ish type receiver. I think we might see okay. this and year with that argument. I'm on board 100%. Yeah. But yeah, that's, so. that's, 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 I guess, where I was going from. And fantasy sleeper, the same way. I don't know. 
like being the top 10 receiver is what I could envision from Metcalf this year. Okay. I, I can't dis- I can't disagree with them. I'm surprised you didn't go disley for tight ends. No, I, I know I, I, tight end guy, so. <laughs> if anything, this is a pretty weak tight end division, but I, I know outside of Kittle, I mean, I know you like Disley, but I don't really think it's a real strong tight end division. Okay. Well, fair enough. But yeah, okay. Disley, Check out his stats from last year when he was healthy. No, though. I know. And, and I remember the early season touchdowns. Like, who is this freaking Disley guy? Yeah. So he's a good, he's a good little player. No, for I like it. I like it. So. All right. So what else you got on the Seahawks? Um, I did not know that Carlos Hyde went to Seattle. Okay. Not that that makes a big difference, but I, I think he's a sleepy kind of player. I'm not a, he, I don't hate Carlos. He Hyde. might be asleep sometimes. Yeah. When he's running the ball, <laughs> if that's what you mean. Uh, <laughs> I love the Lockett and Metcalf combination out there. <laughs> uh, no. Philip Dorsett is probably a nice little pickup for them. Yeah. Nice little slot uh, guy. I like Dorsett. Yeah. So there's good three, good receiving core might be the best in the division. No, I don't. I don't think so. But yeah, Arizona's got Hopkins. Yeah, all right. I, I, I'm going a little too much there. Yeah, a little too far. Dorsett <laughs> is okay. I mean, I don't know. He'll be better with Russ, but he'll, he's just okay. Where do you rank Lockett? Is he a top ten receiver? No, no. Okay. I like Lockett, right. but I still think he's still of a like a gadget guy. It's it's more with the relationship with Russ, right? right? Yeah, and he makes plays. Okay. I like watching Lockett. I don't think he's a top ten receiver though. No. Okay. I'm not saying he's either. I was just curious. Right, and and, and I guess that's where I think Metcalf is going to step up and be that guy this year. Yeah. All right. I don't know if he'll ever be over step Lockett because I don't know if he'll get that relationship that Lockett and Russ have. Yeah. If that makes sense. Man, so. who 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 do you think a good comparison to Metcalf would be today or like overall, like an NFL wide receiver comparison? When I think of Metcalf, I think of two people that he could be. I think. All right, there's one, and then there's one on a completely other spectrum. There are two completely different sides of the spectrum here. Okay, I can see. I see a To or a David Boston. Okay, I got you. I was thinking To was the guy I was. I was thinking. So I just yeah. wanted to see if you thought the same thing. Yeah, and then David Boston. I think it could be like his David floor, Boston. I guess. I love David Boston, man. Yeah, he, he a, went. He didn't do much in the Chargers, though. He so. was a freak, though. <laughs> he was. He was, was all. Ju- he was all juiced up, though. <laughs> That's why he reminds me of Metcalf, because yeah. Metcalf is just a freak. Yeah. But T.O. was the guy I, I kind of wanted you to say, and you did, so that was good. Yeah. Some people compare him to Megatron, but I don't know. No, I don't. I don't. I like the T.O. That's the guy I was, yeah. I was searching for, and you delivered. That was nice. Okay. We're on the same wave, wavelength there. A lot, a lot more than we even believe we are sometimes, yeah. It's amazing. Uh, defensively, I don't know. Uh, I'm not a big fan of their D-line. I know – we don't think Clowney's the best, but I think he really added something to that defensive line to really help him. Right, and there's a good chance he still ends up back here, right? Yeah, because like I'm not a big Bruce Irvin fan, but he's he's definitely better with Clowney on the other side. Right. So uh, Wagner, we, we can't say anything bad about Wagner. Um, I know you like KJ Wright, and I do too. So uh, does Shaq Griffin right step up and do something for him this year? I don't know. He's kind of been a letdown since he got into the league, and then their secondaries. Decent, I guess. Quentin Dunbar, the other Griffin, and Quandre Diggs. Right. You know, they're pretty good. I'm not a big fan of McDougald or McDougald or whatever his yeah, name McDougald. is. Yeah, I, I agree. McDougald, so. Yeah. The, the notes I had was this team isn't as good as I originally thought they were on paper, at least. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's all about Russ. And, and you've talked about this numerous times before. It really is, though. It's, it's all about Russell Wilson. 
he makes it, it, he makes the this team go. I think the receiving core is is underrated, and, mm-hmm. I, and I know you brought that up before, but I I do like those guys, and and, and I do like the Philip Dorsett. I mean, I think being the best in the division is a bit of a stretch, but I do think it's a little bit underrated. And I mean, Bobby Wagner, I think he's one of the best linebackers in the league. Agreed, hundred percent. I think the defense has holes though overall. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I don't know how I have them at. 11 wins. Me neither. I, it's, it's, it just shows how much respect you have for Russ. Yeah, which that's all it is. And after, I, after like doing this record, I'm like, this isn't a 12-win roster, but they might get there. Yeah, it's Russ and it's Carroll. It's, that's what it is. And, so. and the, the other note I wrote that I thought could be interesting with this whole pandemic going on, the Seattle at home, they're known for the, the 12th man and the huge home field advantage. And if they don't Ooh. have full stadiums or, if you know, half capacity or if no fans even, how's that going to have an effect on the success of this team? I just thought it was interesting. I did not think of that. That's a great point. That changed, That would change some things. Right? That's it, one of their big things. Yeah, it's not as a big deal to go and play in Seattle. I mean, if they're only at half capacity, it's not going to be that big of a deal. Yeah. So – I, just, All right. I thought that was interesting. I mean, who knows? We don't even know if the season is actually even going to happen. But right, we could be doing all this for nothing. Right? No, it's <laughs> it, it's still very informative and fun. But uh, yeah, the, the the home field advantage might not exist in Seattle anymore, and I think that's interesting. Yeah. No, I I didn't think of that. It's a good point. So that's a good thought. That would knock them down even more with even more. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I just thought it was something interesting just because you always hear. Yeah, no, I, I love that. That's a great thought here. I didn't even think of that. And I'm disappointed that I didn't see, think of it. hear about the, this good old 12th man. And so we know we might not be a 12th man this year. Yeah, swinging the flag around and all that good stuff, you know? <laughs> so that is a tough place to play. Yeah. So, so, and other than that, I got nothing else to add about the Seahawks. No, me either. I'm ready to knock out these coaches. All right, so go ahead. I, I know you, you have a – let me do my coaches first. I'll, I'll, go, I'll run through mine. Okay, go ahead. My, my, mine is I got uh, Kingsbury at four, McVay at three, Shanahan two, and Pete Carroll at one. Okay. We're, we're, we're going to be different on this one. Okay. And I figured – I know you, that's why I wanted to get mine out of the way. Yours was a little more controversial. It is. All right. I have McVay at four. Kingsbury at three, Carroll at two, Shanahan at one. Okay. And I knew you were going to have Shanahan at one, and that's fair. I would say, is that bad? Like, is that super homer of me? I, I don't know. It might be. A little bit. I'm not afraid to admit it. The guy doesn't even have a career-winning record, and he's the best co- coach in the in the division? I don't know. We, we only care about what he does in San Francisco. I know. I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but So, no, I – I can't be mad at Carroll being one. I'm, I just I think Shanahan's a new wave. That's the guy. I know, and I'm not going to even get into an argument with you about it. I know you're a Niners fan, and that's cool. Is it, are they that far off, though? Do you think? No, honestly? it's. I mean, no, they're not really. I mean, I'm not even okay. a real big Pete Carroll guy. I do like him as a coach. I don't think he's that great, though. I think he's saved by Russ. Oh, absolutely. So. I'm more interested right. on your, your your number three and four guys. How'd you get Kingsbury ahead of McVay? I am not a McVay fan at all. I haven't been. I thought he was just uh, the. I don't know. He was a ga- He's a gadget guy. I, agree. I guess. I mean, I agree. I'm not a real big McVay fan myself, but I just wanted to hear your thoughts. I think Kingsbury has a shot at being better 
down the line, if that makes sense. I think he'll last longer than McVay will. I I like that a lot, and I agree with that. So that's where I come up with that. I do. I think McVay was like a fad, right? Yeah, that's the word, a fad. That's what I was trying to think of. Yeah. Uh, 100%. I, and, and I agree with that on McVay. Maybe, I don't know, maybe the, he'll prove us wrong this year. I, I don't see it, but maybe. I don't know. I think it was just if the we're able, go ahead. right time, right place kind of thing for him. Yeah, if we were able to rank coordinators ahead of coaches, head coaches, I, I would have had him like six or seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But you Who do I hate more, McVay, Patricia, or, or Gaze? I don't know. Oh, it's... that – that shouldn't be that hard. <laughs> no, I mean, you might, you might just like sure. McVay, but he's clearly better than those two guys. He is. He is. He definitely is. So. Yeah, that's funny, though. But, yeah, that's what I got on the coaches. I, I thought you were going to give me more, more of a problem with Shannon over Carroll. I thought maybe I was just being too much of a homer. No, it's a big-time homer, but I'm not going to be mad at you for it. So. I don't think it's that far off. Carroll is still a good coach, but yeah. And and if I was, if I really liked Carroll a lot, maybe I'd have more pushback. But I don't know. I think he's good. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think he's great. No, he does a good job for not having a lot. But I wonder how much of that is Russ and how much of that is him. I know, right? I love Russ. So, like, if you swap Jimmy G and and Russ, how much different is Shanahan and Carroll? Oh, you know what I mean? Oh, no, yeah. And and you're right. That's a very good good uh, argument for your sake. No question. Because I think so. the Seahawks don't even have a winning record if Jimmy G's their quarterback. As a Niner fan, I, I agree. So I really don't. I think they're like six, seven wins. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. That's I agree with you. And if you, I think that just speaks to Shanahan's ability as a coach. And I think, yeah, no, okay, I, I, you're probably right. He's so. definitely more innovative right now. But I also worry that he could just be a fad like McVay was. Oh, we'll yeah, true. But you just. Maybe real nervous. You put Russell Wilson on the 49ers, that team would be awesome with him. Oh my gosh, wouldn't it? <laughs> It'll never happen. No, but no it would be made me nervous phenomenal. there for a second. Like, wow, that's a sick <laughs> team right there. <laughs> that would be amazing. But we don't need that. We got Jimmy G. Yeah, Jimmy I don't G. want Russ. Uh, let's go, Jimmy. I got your back. <laughs> yeah, no. And, and the 49ers are still the favorite, no question. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I, I just worry that they're going to fall off, but we'll see. They have the, Yeah, they have the best roster in the division from top to bottom. Yep. Yeah, they do, and they've still got a lot of young players. So Absolutely. They're doing the right things. You know, they got rid of Buckner, and they brought in another young defensive lineman. It's a lot cheaper. So It's bold. I mean, I love what John Lynch is doing. He's not afraid to make the bold move. I love John Lynch. I, I uh, might be the best GM head coach pairing in the league. Okay, no. No, I got both statements left and right. Let's go. I mean, they have the best quarterback, the best running backs, the best like no, receivers, no, it's the best, best coach, the best GM. I'm like, oh, my gosh, come on already. They don't have the best running back. They have the best running <laughs> oh, game. How about running, that? running game, I'm sorry. The best tight end, <laughs> the best defensive line. Well, <laughs> they were in the Super Bowl last year. Fred Warner's <laughs> the best linebacker. I know. For three and a half quarters, they were Super Bowl champs. Yeah, too bad we played. <laughs> for the last ten minutes. Too bad, too bad they play four, right? I know it's so bad. It still haunts uh, me. I, I'm just razzing you a little <laughs> bit, but no, they're 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 obviously a good team. There's a lot of talent. They are. Uh, but they were they were down this road a couple years ago too, and yeah. it fell apart pretty quick. Yeah. So they're 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 not the best at every position, though. No, no, they're not. <laughs> I joke when I say they're the best. No, I, I joke. Except for Kittle. 
<laughs> yeah, no, and and I think you're pretty high on the defensive line too. I think you you legit. Oh yeah, that as well. I do, but I don't legit. I don't think I said Warner was the best. No, no, no. I'm just just talking. But yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, I I'm high on Kittle. I'm high on the defensive line. So, but they have some holes. Every team does. Jimmy G is their biggest question mark. So no, it's all good. Um, I feel when we lose Robert Sala, then we'll. Some things to start falling apart, but yeah, I'm surprised he wasn't out there. He wasn't gone this year, to be honest. Yeah, I think them going to the Super Bowl is what kept them around. Yeah. I think he would have got more interviews if he wasn't right. in the Super Bowl. But if they, so. if they, if they are that good as we think they are next year, then this is probably his last year. Yeah, which it always hurts when you lose somebody like that. He's such a good coach. He's my favorite coach. One of my favorite coaches that they've had on the defense. Yeah, so. yeah, he's fun to watch on the sideline as well. He is. I love him. But. Yeah. All right, man. That was good. Good stuff. We might have ran this yeah. one a little long. There's some rooting interest in this yeah, one. No, That's why. I, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> might be a little longer than normal, but no, good stuff, man. That was it. All 32 yeah. teams. We broke them all down. Was, I'm going to try, uh, just for the people that are listening, I'm going to try to do like a compilation of our top fives and see what we can do. Yeah. Okay. So if I could put them all into one little podcast. Right. And then uh, I have some other ideas I'll run by yeah, off air. So. All right. Yeah. Sounds good, man. All right, so that's it for the division series. We'll we'll have some more stuff coming up soon. For now, Overripe Bananas Sports Podcast signing out. Thanks for listening to the Overripe Bananas Sports Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Bananas Overripe. And like us on Facebook by searching Overripe Bananas Sports Podcast.